0: Go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to another podcast, Pontifications. I'm Evo Terra, a podcast strategist and consultant mostly for businesses, and I want to talk today about podcast conferences, podcast meetups, podcast groups, and have a conversation to determine if they are of value to the business podcaster, the person who is podcasting because they want to do something for their business, for their practice. That's the big conversation. You may have noticed it last week, Podcast Movement PM18. Podcast movement 2018 happened in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and I don't know, some three to four thousand people descended on the Liberty City, City of Brotherly Love, and had this big podcast conference. And I have attended many a podcast conference. I was the first keynote, well, I was the keynote speaker or a keynote speaker at the first podcast movement back in 2014. And I've also uh, attended all of the podcast movements before they were podcast movement. There was a thing called the Portable and New Media Expo, and then the New Media Expo, and then the PME, and I don't know what it change. I've had meetup groups in Bangkok. I'm establishing a podcast meetup group, if you will. It's called I Love Podcasting in Phoenix. That'll be taking place before too terribly long. And I have done lots of these groups, lots of these meetups, lots of these conferences. And I want to talk for a moment about whether or not business podcasters can get any value from these. Now, so the short answer is yes, obviously it's about podcasting. There's probably a value, but I'll, I'll be honest with you, business podcaster, you have a different set of goals and objectives from the other types of podcasters which are there. Maybe I should talk about different types of podcasters for a moment first. So most of these conferences are filled with the hobbyist podcaster. That's the dude or dudette or whatever people sitting around in their basement wanting to talk about their latest D&D game. That's fine. You can do that. It's the two dorks with microphones that get together and talk about are. Uh, Fascination and love of the game of baseball. Fine. That's wonderful. Or just two people, husband and wife team perhaps, sitting in their basement talking about their day and their week. That's fine. These are hobbyist podcasters. They're the ones that get behind the microphones and they're willing to spend big bucks um, on equipment and do all the things that others do, but they do it for the love. You can think of it as artistic, if you will, but I just call them hobbyist podcasters. There are also the true artists, the people who have a creative endeavor that want to get out to the world. Um, I'm reminded by, by Lance and uh, Lance Anderson, one of the first ones that I met back in the day. Lance, uh, L.A. podcaster guy, was doing some pretty weird artistic stuff, you know, along the lines of the uh, Benjamin Walker uh, from uh, NPR days. Uh, just, just some weird. It's weird, but it's it's great in that it's wonderful audio something. You also have the fiction podcasters, which may have started out as people who were podcasting their audio books, but now it has really transformed into lots of audio dramas that are taking place. And even big businesses are getting into the audio drama space. So all these people attend podcasts, and, and there are lots of other subgroups. They all attend these groups, and you're going to see them. You're going to interact with them. And I still think businesses can get value from these people that have a different Well, a different objective. Because if you're a business podcaster, you have a business objective. You have an outcome you are trying to achieve for your business that the podcast helps with. It may not and oftentimes is not well articulated, but your set of business objectives are quite different than the others. Because the others just want people to listen. Now, I recognize that if you're a business podcaster, you also want people to listen. I mean, that's how it has to happen. The value is conveyed through the ears, and if someone's not listening to your show, they're not getting the value. But as a business podcaster, you have a different set of, well, you actually have objectives. You want more than just raw download numbers. You want more than just people who are listening on a regular basis. Yes, of course, you need that, but you need to translate it back to business goals. And a lot, a lot of the hobbyists uh, will, will think about that. For many podcasters, perhaps I'll even say most podcasters out there, the definition of success is having a lot of listeners when compared with their friends or compared with their peers. Business podcasters have to go beyond that. So can you get value when you're in a room or in a virtual room or in a hotel for four days with people who don't go past I want downloads? Absolutely you can. And in fact, I think business podcaster, you can really be in the driver's seat of the conversation because what all of those hobbyists don't realize and what all of those artistic, artistic people and the audio drama people and everybody else that's not business minded, what they don't realize is that they probably should have a plan of after the download. Now, in some cases, they do. You will have great conversations about how do we get more subscribers, a word that needs to die in a fire, because that doesn't matter who you are, what your overall goals and objectives with your show happen to be, what your uh mechanism of, of doing business is. It doesn't matter. You want more people not only listening, but more people subscribing. We need a new better word for that. We need more subscribers. And everybody faces that. So that conversation you can definitely be a part of because that's good. That's very uh, helpful to get people to understand what's happening. You can, as I was trying to say earlier, you can use your business acumen to help drive the conversation, help be, help make these hobbyists, make these other non-business focused podcasters think more about the business of podcasting because... Spending money, it's a business. So yes, you can get great information about what subscribers like. You can also get good information about techniques. If you're a business podcaster, it's very likely that you've hired somebody like me to help do a lot of the technical stuff on the back end. So a lot of the conversations about selecting the right media host and then changes coming to the RSS 2.0 spec and should you use uh, minus 14 or minus 16 LUFS, a lot of those conversations are are not only lost on you but it, not important to you because again you've likely hired out someone or you've got a group of people in your organization and that's their job to understand how the technical specs change. But that doesn't mean you can't learn about the technique. Just getting better at what you do, like proper microphone placement. Proper microphone selection is helpful to have to understand. To know what a good pattern is, how you have a conversation with other people. New formats you might want to explore. All of these are super important. And sometimes they're layered and couched in the more technical aspects, which, again, as a business podcaster, you likely have other people who are doing that for you. You have to ignore that or be aware of it. There's no reason to ignore it. Ignore is a strong word. You definitely want to be aware of it, but trust the people that you've hired or are are contracting with to help you do that. But instead, focus your time, energy, and attention on listening to things that you can actually impact. Show length. Pretty important. Multiple segments. Seasons. How does the website truly integrate together? What about new platforms to continue to push your show out to? All of these conversations you're going to have. If you go to a meetup group for podcasting, if you go to a an event, just a quick little workshop how-to podcast, or if you go to the big conferences, podcast movement, being one of them, there are lots of them, I think as a business podcaster you will find value in attending those if you wish to find value in it. And you'll also likely find some kindred spirits. Some other business podcasters like you lurking in the back of the room going, I don't really care about this Patreon stuff these people are talking about. I don't really care about having an 800 number of people to call in. What Does anybody else care about the things I do? Yeah, you'll find other people that care about the same things you do. More importantly, I think you can go lead the conversation. Help those non-businessy podcasters take a business aspect to it. And that gets you uh, ingratiated into the community, if you will. Thanks for watching this, another podcast, Pontifications, this time all about conferences. I think you should attend. I do these every Monday through Friday. And uh, thank you very much for watching them. If you have any questions or need assistance on doing things, this is what I do. I launch podcasts. You can email me evo at podcastlaunch.pro. Go to podcastlaunch.pro for more information. Thanks again for watching. I'll return tomorrow with more podcast pontificating.
1: Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th.